What's good everyone? My name is Keo Valentino and this is your 15 minute fix. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in today and thank you all to the returning listeners and hello to all the new listeners I may have. This is my final episode of the season. Yes, that's right. We've made it to episode 8, the season finale. And I look forward to seeing you guys return back with me for season 2. That's right. I've been invited back for a season 2. So, you know, if you guys have any ideas or any topics that you want to hear me present as the show goes on, we should return back around the fall. So, you know, any ideas, um, be feel free to share and post them to the Holistic Podcast page that you would just like to hear discussed or have a discussion about. Um, I will admit that this has been an interesting and fun journey for me. It was something new and out of my own comfort zone. But um, I've actually enjoyed doing it. Now, I do hope everyone is enjoying this beautiful Sunday. Then you got a taste of that word and you read a scripture from that Bible. Now, in today's show, we, we will be discussing updates on the Armand Arbery case. Um, and there has been a black woman making headlines and causing hella controversy. And I love it. Her name is Candace Owens. Yeah, let's check her background because they may hate her, but she does bring the facts. So, um, your PSA today comes from your stimulus check madness. Like, we all ask the question again, what's going on with these second stimulus checks? So, when will we be receiving those stimulus checks? Well, Trump recently stated live that there would be a second batch of stimulus checks and they're even going to be more generous than the first. But we won't be able to find out until mid-July at the latest for those, for the House Senate to make a decision. There have been some changes to the qualifications. These are the ones who are not eligible and they, and they are a single taxpayer with AGI of 99000 or higher, which was raised from 75000 from the first stimulus, which is quite interesting. A head of household with an AGI of over 198000 A married couple with an AGI of 198000 Children over 16. And college students under 24. And a non-resident alien. Those who qualify are individuals who made less than 99000 according to their AGI in 2018 and 2019. College students will be eligible to receive a stimulus payment. Dependents over 17, disabled relatives and taxpayers, parents, families up to five people, and those who aren't U.S. citizens but file tax returns. Now, I feel that the qualifications for this one is a little better because it's a broader spectrum. Um, everyone gets a chance to receive a stimulus check, even teenagers themselves. So, you know, this is good. Um, it seems like from what I've been reading and researching that we won't be knowing anything about it until mid-July because that's when they're going to return to vote on it. Even if they choose to do it, then, you know, they may try and use COVID-19 as a delaying mechanism, but um, hopefully they go ahead and reach a decision um, because there are 
people out there who are still unemployed and do need this type of income in order to provide for their families. So in today's topic, um, there have been some updates on the Armand Arbery case, which started the revolution we are seeing today. Well, since then, Georgia has enhanced penalties for hate crimes act, which was passed by the House and Senate. Um, the bill would allow officials to charge and sentence defendants who commit certain crimes, which which target a victim because of their race, color, religion, gender, disability, sexual orientation, just to name a few. The three defendants, um, Travis McMichael, Greg McMichael, and Gilliam R. Bryan Jr., I think I said that correctly, were indicted by Glenn County's grand jury on malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Yes, now those are some charges that she is stick. If you recall the case itself, Arbery was jogging through a neighborhood and harassed and attacked by two white men who stated he looked suspect to robberies happening in the neighborhood. Now the other guy that's been charged on this case um, was the one who was actually filming it himself. Now, I am glad that these men have been charged on their actions because you do see this going on in a lot of, um, I guess you can say, more white populated areas where if they see black people, it's like it's a stranger or, or a new breed of animal or something. I don't know. But it's good that they're making an example out of these guys and actually having these charges stick to them because of the things, all of the injustice that's going on in today's time against black Americans is not a good thing. I mean, it's, it's really time for a change and it's time for something to be done so I can understand no justice, no peace because being peaceful hasn't gotten us anywhere. So, I mean, if you have to shake a couple of feathers, go ahead. You know, not saying that it has to get violent to the point to where anybody has to get murdered or killed. But vandalism of property, I mean, I'm not concerned about something that could be rebuilt or that you have insurance on. But anyways, people may not agree with my statement on that. And that's fine. You know, we all have our own opinions. And that's just mine. You know, if you don't agree with it. Oh, well, <laughs> but, um, you know, we all have the right to state our own opinions. Now, moving right along to Miss Candace Owens, um, this hot and spicy black woman is making headlines and I'm really loving it, y'all. I mean, she's, she's very articulate and she, she knows what she talks about when she opens her mouth. Now, she was born, well, just to give y'all a little background about her, she was born April the 29th. In 1989, she's 31 years old. She was born in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, she's an American conservative commentator and political activist, widely known for her pro-Trump activism. Now, she is pro-Trump, but I totally agree with her idea and issues. Well, I totally agree with what she says about black issues in America. Even though she is pro-Trump, you still can see in her that she is pro-black as well. She's for her people. 
now she, that's what she is widely known for is her pro-trump activism which began in 2016 she also has been critical towards the black lives matter movement the democratic party and most re- recently her statements about the george floyd case which has shook some feathers now this girl has been keeping up a lot of controversy y'all well this woman has been keeping up a lot of controversy and, uh, and you got excuse because say girl because when you look at her she look like she only 17 or something but um everybody's saying that she should be running for president and you know i can see her running for president just because of the way i saw she held herself against the um house representatives you know she actually made them yield to a statement that she had made so that's a bad woman but um you know she's made a statement well a facebook post stating that she didn't think that george floyd the george floyd case should not be used as a martyr for for black people or the black revolution and i'll admit she wasn't really showing any empathy towards the case um i still don't understand why she made that statement i mean because that uh, did she mean that there are other cases out there which could be martyrs for the black people because i believe anything injustice towards black people that gets justice is considered a martyr in my book because it shows that change is being created now she um currently has a book titled how black american can make its second escape from the democratic plantation like this she really has a dislike for the democratic party she feels that they i guess in my words they babysit black people um she feels like they make too many programs available to make black people dependent upon the government and you know who can do so who can disagree with that i saw um a hip-hop thing she was on with ti um that that black doctor dude he's kind of a heavy set dude he's always preaching black revolution and you know people was booing her but the statements that she was making about black people and the percentages that she was calling out they were all facts they you know they weren't lies so i'm like why are black people upset with her are they just not listening to what she's saying because everyone knows that she is pro-trump because i didn't even know she was pro-trump until i actually went and researched her but it still didn't you know make me base an opinion off her as the i'm not gonna listen to what this woman has to say because everything that she says is facts nothing has been a lie and that disagreement that she had with the house of representatives from the video that i saw that was posted on cnn was the issues in america she stated that they're trying to make racism as the number one issue in america with black americans and she said that is incorrect she stated that it's actually the fathers not being in the homes or you know she spoke on the education that black americans receive in their communities or the um minimum opportunities that they receive compared to their white counterparts or other races and you know i can agree with that because that is true i believe that they're trying to make racism right now because they have a secret agenda that they're trying to do in the background and i believe they're just trying to push that at the forefront because that's what's 
popular right now. But the issues that she announced, I could agree with them because there aren't many black fathers in their homes and the households. You know, black communities are poorer than other most other communities and white communities. You can see that in the cities that you go to. You can see the difference in the buildings when you ride through these different cities and black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods and white areas. So I can agree with her on that. And education, I experienced that myself because I, even though I got a chance to go to predominantly white schools as I got older, I started out in predominantly black. And our books used to look torn up and raggedy, but I go to a predominantly white school, oh, we get a new book every year. You get what I'm saying? So I can kind of feel, um, where she was, where she was coming from. I really can. I really can. And about our equal opportunities, I mean, that on that argument, they stated that okay I'm just trying to make sure I put this correctly it was a lot of people going against her because they was like well black people are doctors now and all of that and they're given opportunities she wasn't speaking on that aspect she was talking about from a community standpoint what most black people communities are what type of communities they come up in as far as from the presence of violence and everything that goes on around them there is like it's no escape so i really don't think people have been paying attention to anything that she's been saying i mean i don't, I don't see any lies and if she ran for president i would probably vote for her. <laughs> but um you know today's discussion doesn't have to end here as i stated this is our final episode of the season I do appreciate you guys for returning, and I do hope you all return for season two. I do plan to, you know, I have some new ideas, creative ideas um, that I want to add. So, um, you know, you can always find me on the Holistic Podcast page on Facebook or on my business page, which is KOV. You can also find me on Instagram if you would like to view more of my work, my personal photography work and videography. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Valentino Keo. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed today's Sunday and I hope you all stay blessed. See you next season.